Welcome back to another episode on the New School of Thinking podcast. You're probably going to hear me say this again, but we have a silver medalist in the house, people. Uh, He just came back from a Brampton Cup competition. I'm going to say what kind of competition soon. You're going to hear his story, and I can't wait any longer um, as we dive in deep into this young guy's mind and story and journey to becoming who he's about to become even further. I know that was a little complicated, but it's going to make sense. Without further ado, let's get into it. So welcome back to another episode of the new School of Thinking podcast. In light of season two, it's all about impact. But today we have a special guest that um, is involved with different kind of impact. So we're just going to take a jab at some questions and uh, you'll realize where the puns are intended in this case. So welcome to the show, Methusian Mahinas. So, so happy that you're here today. Um, Welcome. This man is all about boxing, right? Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, all about boxing. Oh, boxing. So, um, tell us, tell us what got you into the world of boxing. It's it's just, it's one of those I think uh, a lot of people talk big about, but not really go through it and experience it. How long have you been boxing for? So, uh, my first... When I first started boxing was in, my first fight was December of 2013. Wow. But I, I started boxing six months before that. So maybe like June of 2013 is like when I first like stepped into a boxing gym and I started training. And that's how, it, that's what it started. Um, I'm going to say the reason I started is uh, when I was young, I was always athletic. I was into sports, but I was never like the tallest guy on the team. And I wasn't <laughs> like the biggest dude on the field and like, even though I was athletic, I could compete with those guys. It just never like translated as we got older. But then I felt like boxing was a more of a fair sport because there's like things like weight classes in place, and there's like, like it really levels out the playing field. And then I was able to like compete like very at a much higher level in that sport compared to like many other sports. How so old that. were you? How old were you when you started? Um. So I was, I was like seven years ago. I think I was. Uh, 16 or 17 years old when I first started like I first put on a pair of gloves and like hit the bag and stuff damn yeah. damn what kind of what kind of gloves did you guys take on Dean and Jamal at 16 I know right that's that's, uh, that's a young age to, to, to jump into that Cause especially I mean boxing is something that I mean for me anyways it wasn't something I, that I looked at and was like oh yeah I want to get hit in the head you know <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to get thumped in the head a lot. You know, you know what I mean. But what was like? Yeah, I, you you explained that you know you weren't the, the the tallest guy, you weren't the biggest guy, but you were very athletic. What was it about boxing, I guess, that kind of drew you to it? So like, even though you weren't the biggest guy, you still saw boxing as like a as a way. Was it was it kind of like an outlet for you, or like explain that a little bit? Um. Yeah, I definitely say it was an outlet for me because um. I used to like playing sports all my life. I was always like doing that as an outlet. I, but then I went to like, I wanted to balance like uh, athletics along with school. So boxing allowed me to like, uh, you know, go to school, finish all my work. And then I was able to go straight to the gym right after, you know, work out in the gym and then come back home, like not too late and be able to finish my homework and my assignments in time. 
for, for it like added a lot of structure to my life by boxing and I've been doing that since like a young age so I'd say like it helped me in high school like get better marks even it made me more fit it made me more confident in myself and it did all that for me yeah that, that's cool so was, so can you say it it kind of influenced you I guess in other ways as well because boxing is a very disciplined sport right it's a like any like any other sport like when you go to practice you go you put in the work you have to understand the the fundamentals you have to understand the the techniques and it's very disciplined because even outside of boxing you have to take care of yourself for sure like uh, well, like once you start boxing it really is a lifestyle like the discipline to go to training the discipline to not like uh like make mistakes in school or anything so that you have time to box and then like like every aspect of, every aspect of your life has to like line up perfectly in order for you to box or else if you if you fall too short in one you're gonna have to pay, play catch up and then you won't be able to box much or if you're boxing too much you're not gonna be able to do well school, so then you might have to cut back some time in order to do that and it's about like really balancing everything all together as a whole yeah. and and did like did you find some best practices yeah exactly yeah go ahead dude so what are some best practices that you would recommend like uh we know that you're you're a semi-pro boxer right now <clears throat> you're also working and you mentioned that you, you were doing it while you were in school so like you talked about discipline and building marks but like what is something that you can share like, the best takeaway that you got from going through that journey i'm gonna i'm gonna see the best thing from boxing is that um, working hard boys reward you whether it's in the gym, but when you're in the gym training three hours a day to go out and show out to like good performance in a fight I feel like in the work that also like helps me because I'm if you see me at work it's like I don't take a break I'm there like looking reading through a bunch of contracts at Toyota non-stop and then my manager will walk by and she's like oh this guy's like like not stopping like other the other workers will be like you know, they'll do a little bit and then they'll walk away but me i'm more, like, focused right on the task you know and i'm like able to do it for like a long period of time which mm-hmm. is like what sets me apart and i think that work ethic and like that kind of like pace was all like because of boxing that yeah so that's uh the discipline and being able to continuously push through so <clears throat> What, what advice would you give to someone or how do you handle distractions? Because we all know there's a shit ton of those things, especially being a young guy and stuff like that. Like you're working, young guy, good looking. like friends, you know, like how do you, how do you deal with all that? Like, what is it? What's the trick? What's the methodian, uh, best practice or skill to, to get through all of that? Um, I'm going to say for me, it's, uh, it's like realizing like, like you should, like those distractions are like small reward distracted you might go like go for like uh like a restaurant date with a girl or something and you might like get rewarded one time but like i'm looking at the bigger picture there's like a bigger surprise i mean not a bigger surprise a bigger reward in the in like in the long run so if, as long as i stay dedicated and i and away from the small distraction something like there's a bigger reward to reap than like going out and like having those small things and being like being like tired for practice the next next day and all that kind of stuff like that's kind of that's the wall hinder you. that's that's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, definitely some good advice right so sorry jamal go ahead no i'm just gonna say so it's like it's like you have that that vision you have that goal right and it's like that i wouldn't say end goal but it's like that top goal that you have that you just keep looking at right like that that, that that's what you see and you try and um like take all the other distractions away you know what i mean yeah, it's like it's like having your yeah. eyes. It's like you know when like the horse racing mm-hmm. and the horse has 
things on the yeah, side of it. Yeah, 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 the blinders. Tear yeah. it in front of it, and it just keeps running. It's like, what? Yeah. It's like, it really is like... So when was that moment for you, man? Like, when did you realize, like, you're going to go all in, and this is it? Um, Like, when I first started boxing, like, I... Like, I was good, but I never, like, realized how, like, how far I could push it. Like, uh, I was kind of unconfident in the beginning, but then as I, like, got better and I started, like, even though I wasn't beating the best guys, I was giving the best, like, a run for their money, like, every time. Even though I had, like, like, half, less than half, like, a fraction of the experience they and I was still, like, like, pushing them to, like, the brinks. And then, like, because of that, I, I was, like, I did what they did in, like, 20 years in, like, six months like wow. like stuff like that and i was like yo i can really go far with this so like the way i've progressed so well but that i don't think is like my discipline but it's also because i had great coaches like horace at gideon and i had like a good platform to like help me like put things together like my mom helps me a lot my, my friend and like oh he's not gonna call tonight because he has to train they don't they don't even ask me to come anymore oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> so i think all that put together is like helped me like really spark really quickly in the sport of boxing you know you, you so yeah like a really good support system right yeah on that note though on that note you know when you when you talk about support system what made you know horace different or gideon boxing different than any other training or you moving on to find uh, another coach what was it about horace that was like you know this is a union ship that's gonna make me better and take me further um, I'm gonna say like Horace doesn't just take you as a boxer. He, he wants like he's the coach and he brings boxing fights, but he's also looking like I don't want you to go into this fight and get hurt. Like I don't want you to put yourself like you're supposed to put there. Like you're sacrificing, you're putting yourself on on the. But his also his prior priority is to bring you back to your family and make sure you're healthy and that you're still doing well other areas. Because even because boxing can take a very big toll on you, and some some trainers will put you to go out there and like it's your all and then you like with the concussion or something. You, you can get really scarred in that ring because it's, it's like no joke in there but of course also that makes you rest you're not coming back into the gym for two weeks because you got kind of hurt in that way so we're not thinking. those like things like that that a coach looks out for he's not just looking out for your you as a boxer for sure i think uh i mean i've experienced that with you um i've seen it from the outside as a supporter and um what goes through your mind because like you said you know horace is one person that's gonna give you the call before you actually step in to be like okay maybe you're not ready for it but let's say you're ready you're in the ring what runs through your mind the moment you're in there you're you've got your gloves on you got your you know your your jock strap or whatever those like protective stuff is called on what goes through your mind um i'm I'm gonna start like it's it's kind of like I'm just like I'm gonna go out there and like and, like try to hurt this guy because that in the end of the day that's what it's like really about. But in doing that, it's not I'm not just going out like Mike Tyson. I'm just enraged. I'm like I'm like breaking down how I'm gonna do it. Like I'm gonna oh I'm gonna start off with the jack. See what he does about this. Oh he doesn't like me doing that. I'm gonna keep doing it and he's trying to hit me with this. So I'm gonna like do this to, from him and not get hit. It's like it's like a lot of th thinking behind all of it. But it's like uh. It's like the prime, the primal thing that I'm thinking is I'm gonna hurt this guy, but behind that I'm thinking of like I'm processing like a computer what I'm doing in there. Let's wow. say that's kind of like both at once. Wow. Yeah, that's that, that's a good that's a good thing. You're processing like a computer. 
I like that. I like that. Um, and one thing, one thing I was reading, <clears throat> sorry about about you as you as you filled out our guest form, right? Um, one thing that kind of struck me is that you, when we asked you, you know, what would you like to highlight and, and promote in this, and it's you came out with, you know, I'm the first Tamil Canadian boxer, and I will be the first Tamil Canadian professional boxer, right? I think I think that's the the mindset that you have, like you. You, yeah, yeah, you see that vision, you have that goal, but there's, it doesn't seem like there's a doubt in your head, in your mind, that you can't make this happen. You know what I mean? And I think, uh, I commend you for that, because a lot of people, they have this dream and they have this vision, but there's always that little doubt, you know what I mean? Your legacy, I can definitely see that. It's a, it's a legendary mentality, and I think, you know, as you described, when you go in there, you're going all in, like, yeah, sure. question, right? Like. You, you were investing your body, your time, your effort, and I think you definitely highlighted the sacrifices, you know? You're not only making sacrifices for yourself when it comes to that cheat meal, let's say, but sacrifices with family and their expectations, like how, if it weren't for boxing, who would Methujan be? Like today, Methujan is known as a boxer within the Tamil community, but I think as, a, as an amazing first-gen Canadian, like, you're you're commended for that talent but if it weren't for boxing where do you see yourself where would you have been um honestly if i was boxing I'd be like a regular person who just happened to find like something they're good at or pushing to get even better at because honestly uh, without boxing i feel i was doing well in school thing i was like part athletic guy i was just always good at everything but i was never like excellent at anything but now with boxing, I felt like I really had something finally after like all these years. You're so very humble. Like I can't. Yeah, you're still. So, are you too humble, man? <laughs> I can't even. If, if I were in your shoes at that age with that talent, I'd be like, yo, man, I'd be like a social media influencer because that's like the thing that every kid is doing. Tom, Dick, and Jerry is doing. But the other big thing on the radar, I know. Um, I know there was something like as mentioned, right? You're you're becoming pro. Is that it? Next year or this year? It was this year. So, um, probably like halfway into this year, I'm going to be turning pro. And uh, what all that really means is I'm going to be fighting without the vest anymore and without the headgear. Totally. You're going to be wearing smaller gloves. Uh, there's more on the line in every fight, getting hurt, and you're probably you're dishing out more damage as well. And so that's that's the transition now because I've I spent a lot of time in the amateur fighting ranks. Um, I fought a lot of great fighters in the amateurs. I I did really well. A lot of people, I've seen quite a lot of turn professional and they're doing very well and I think I can do as well as them or better. So wow. that's, the, that's the plan. How about Olympics? So the problem with the Olympics is there's a lot of politics. So mm -hmm. it's not possible for me anymore to make the Olympics because I went through some politics in my tournament. So that's not, not the road for me though. Um, I But I could out of going through that role and... Uh, it brought me to fight some good fighters, and now I'm going to turn professional. That's amazing. You you impressed me. I think, you know, and to yeah. that humble point that he had, I think Jamal and uh, Dean would attest that with... Yeah. There's so, there's so much more to you than just your physical talent, because there's all that work ethic that you spoke about. Like, dude, you can become a very efficient CEO if you really wanted to, and I think... Uh, that's pretty amazing to see but you're also a good teacher and I would say because I've been exposed to that side of you who would be a really good student for you 
let's say you are or do you teach boxing how does that look like and uh, what do you look for when it comes to teaching the next talent so um so what i'm doing right now is uh inside uh getting a boxing academy I actually teach children's class every saturday morning 11 a.m nice like i like the shy kids because the shy listen like if you tell a shy kid and you're like you go up to them oh throw it this way right and to them they're shy already right but they'll listen to those they'll, they'll, they'll take it to heart and like do more with it but like it's just like naughty and they're all loud and stuff and it's something they're they're busy in their own mind but that's them too right i still want all the kids to get better but um that's what i look for that's behind those people like bringing their actual personality you know there's something that you you told me this and i think it's the most profound thing i've i've heard from you alongside everything else that you've dropped today a lot of knowledge but um that boxing is a sport that brings out your personality in the most physical form so it's interesting how you said you're looking for that that shy shyness in someone um because that's like an ultimate 360 when you see them in the ring so that, that that was pretty that was pretty amazing um as for your record like how many fights have you had thus far and what's on the horizon at least for you know we're in february right now so what's big what's upcoming how many how many fights have you had so far have so, how many have you lost how many have you won and what's the total like um i think i've had 67 it's now and i probably won around 50 of them maybe a little more than 50 and approximately like 17 18 losses and um my next my next tournament is going to be the brampton cup in uh i think it's january 30 uh in brampton ontario and then after that um it's going to be most likely there's my own show my own uh gym gideon boxing academy is going to be having a show february 28th in scarborough and i think those two are so these fights are gonna be like my last few amateur fights before I turn professional. So it's it's gonna mean a lot to me. Like these are the ones where I'm really pushing and I'm trying to be the best I can be so that when I turn over the pro, I can be the best possible product before I uh, put myself on, put my real record on the line as a professional. Yeah, that's good. That's an impressive record, man. I mean, <clears throat> that, that's very good for yourself. It's, it's very impressive. And like, I think as, as Ren was talking and you were talking, man, you're, you're a humble dude, man. Like you, you have so you have some qualities in you that you probably don't realize yet, but um, you know just that work ethic that Ren was talking about, and just that uh, that focus that you have, and that undoubtedness in yourself. I mean, that'll take you a long way, and I think that's what uh, that's what has gotten you so far, and will continue to take you there, man. Thank you. So Thank you so it, much. Keep it up for sure. I think at this point here, what what I want to do is just is just ask you about. Like just just to get off of the bo- the boxing subject here, what about your profession right now? You said you are um, a financial. Sorry, what what was it? Yeah, so right now I'm working at to- uh, Toyota Financial. Yeah. So right now I'm a contract coordinator. So it's like uh, I'm like right now I'm like looking. I I just started this role actually. So I just recently got promoted, and then so what I'm doing now is like I'm looking into. Um, contracts and I'm like uh, doing the due diligence of the company to make sure that they're uh, putting in the correct rates and like things of that nature and and I'm like this this job is like like my first kind of job in like a corporate environment so 
it's like been a big change for me because all my life I've been boxing and then like now I'm like in the office too and boxing and I'm like it's like very like different for me so I'm just like uh, learning my place in in the in the like my career well, you know boxing you can always get interesting go wrong try to make sure right. I also put in some time into the other side of things and make sure I'm able to like juggle everything efficiently. <clears throat> Right, and I think I think that that's what I wanted to touch on is that you also have that mindset about you know there's something else that that you can fall back on if things don't work out. So, I mean, good on you, man. And um, <clears throat> again, I think I can speak for Ren and Dean. Like, thank you for for joining us today. It was uh, a great discussion, and like you're such at a young age, you're you're doing so much, and you're continuing to pursue this, and and um, I think we can take a lot from from what you said today. There's a lot of takeaways about discipline and about you know looking ahead planning and just believing in yourself you go you don't have to be tall you don't have to be you know muscular to start this exactly so that's super humbling to know so anybody out there join but genuinely Methusian, i think you you te- you're well beyond your age age cannot you know put you in a box um but it's put you in a really phenomenal ring and it, i i think you've got so much so much more to go and obviously as a well-wisher like always take care of your health because it is a lot i mean we could totally dive into concussions because that's a real thing some of us get concussions by just running into a wall and not boxing so good on you for for taking care of yourself and do take care of yourself i think um you have a lot more to offer than um than boxing but i think you're shining a different light to it and speaking from someone who's coming from a very similar cultural uh, background to yourself. I mean, we're both uh, Sri Lankans and Tamil in this case. So a lot of uh, violence and negativity surrounds the art of boxing, but there's so much more to it. So kudos to you for changing that mindset. Because I remember coming out to one of your shows and that full audience, like an entire section was just about you, which was amazing. And... I don't think this is going to be the last session for us to us for this um, story sharing or getting more about your successes. But in the the next round of our episodes, I'd love for you to uh, for for all of us to dive more deeply into how your family has come around to it because that that's not easy. But we'll see what the listeners say. I'm sure they have a lot of questions for you, but. Again, February 28th, for anyone and everyone who's listening, check out the description for the ticket information. We're super proud of you, Methusian. Keep going. And um, the eye of the tiger, you got it, fam. <laughs> I just I just wanted to say, I, w- I wanted to thank Dion. I really love watching. I, re- I listen to your guys' podcast religiously. Like, uh, whenever I'm at work and I'm on the contracts, I got one <laughs> button and I'm to everybody talking and <laughs> i wanted to say my favorite episode was the one with the animals remember when, when uh, oh yeah like what, what animals you guys are and then dean got the snake and everybody <laughs> she was like like trolling him about it and she got like you guys all got the lines and stuff but yeah i just remember like that's like my favorite but i, I listened a couple times actually. so what would your three animals be what yeah yeah you, you you pick now what animals am i yeah the first time i did it i put like all killer at like it was like tiger and like i don't know it was like i forgot the last one but it was like some other like some animal but uh you probably put like that means but tiger regular tiger some uh tiger from india 
another tiger from like the Bengal or whatnot. <laughs> no one you. Like every. No, that's awesome. Awesome. That's awesome. And thank you so much for the support, man. We do appreciate it. Trust me. And one last thing before you go, if anyone wants to follow your journey, uh, what? How do they get in contact with you? Right. So um, you can follow me on Instagram at Mathusan13, M-A-T-H-U-S-A-N-1-3. Um, you can also add me on Facebook at Mathusan Mahindas. And I think those two are the best best two ways to contact me. Awesome. Great to get some perspective that goes beyond the stereotypes we may have had or have around boxing as a combat sport. Mathujan's an impressive young individual that has his academic career down packed alongside with his professional career. And now he's embarking this journey towards his athletic career, his boxing career. And we want to support him and know that he's supported throughout this journey in itself so we want to see you there at the live olympic style boxing presented to you by gideon boxing academy shout outs to that academy real dope spot real dope coaches and people that care uh, about the art for what it is so february 28th 2020 it's on a friday 7 30 p.m the doors open at the metropolitan center in scarborough get your early bird tickets Follow Gideon Boxing Academy as well as Medusian on Instagram to get your tickets as soon as possible because I know they sell them a little bit more at the door. We'll be there. We can't wait to see you there. And thank you again for tuning in to the new School of Thinking podcast. Until next time, this is Ren, Dean, and Jamal. Take care. <laughs>